This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is... Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another episode of our Arsenal News Show. Joining you every morning at 8am UK time. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. Thank you as always for making this a part of your morning routines. Uh, you join us on Tuesday. Two days to go now until Arsenal will indeed face their, well, last 16, nearly said quarterfinal, but certainly last 16 round Europa League match against Sporting Lisbon. Uh, and Hector Bellerin, of course, will be the player involved in that game, we assume, starting after Pedro Porro left in January and was replaced by the Spaniards. So that's going to be an interesting one. And we'll be previewing that tomorrow afternoon slash evening. So make sure you check out our preview show that will go out tomorrow. Tonight, uh, we're also going to have a show. Uh, we're going to be talking about all our lone players, 6 o'clock tonight. So I'm going to be joined by Ben from the Marseille View. And we'll be bringing you plenty of expertise alike of Balogun, Pepe, Trusty Marquinhos has got his first uh, dedicated section on our loan report show as well. So make sure you set your alarm six o'clock to find out about how every single one of our loanies has been getting on around and away from the club. Without further ado, let's say good morning to people joining us in the chat box. Let's jump into, first of all, YouTube, because I know the StreamYard would have done an injustice to those who have been first. Uh, Johnny Hannigan, good morning to you, to Francois, to Carl. Yomi, uh, Alpha, good morning to you, says just hit the like button. Uh, Amira, uh, Bojanga, we've got uh, Afsar as well, and Amira, and uh, then StreamYard finally decides to catch up. Uh, Francois Gunas, have you noticed that amongst all the players who turned AFC down, Gakpo seems to be the only one who is faring any kind of well? Uh, it's, it's quite true, isn't it? I think Arsenal have made some good decisions in the market as well. Mudrick not doing that great. Joao Felix nah, is doing pretty well, to be fair, but... Still the same amount of goals, I think, as Leandro Trossard, in fairness. Um, Matt Tolo, good morning to you, to Dave, to Brad. And I think I saw some messages suggesting it was someone's birthday. But uh, I'm scrolling down. Is it Marcus's birthday this morning? It looks like it. Um, yes, indeed. Marcus Comfort, good morning. One of our longest 
long-term listeners in the chat box and the Arsenal way as well. Big fan of Bailey, of course, too. Marcus, I wish you a fantastic day and I hope you enjoy it, my friend. Let's kick off, though, with our first story of the day, which is, of course, uh, Arsenal... Well, Arsenal watched on as... uh, Both Brentford and Fulham played one another in the final game of the last uh, round of matches this weekend. Brentford winning 3-2 goals from Pinnock, Ivan Toney and Jensen in the 85th got them a 3-2 win. Uh, Solomon and a 99th minute goal from Vinicius uh, scored their second. Uh, Also within this, Lukic, I don't know if you've seen this, but avoids one of the most obvious second yellow card challenges You'll ever see. I suggest you go and watch it and and search it up on on Twitter if you've not seen it. And that meant that Lukic avoided suspension. And uh, it means that both Palinja and Lukic would have been suspended for Arsenal's um, travel to Craven Cottage this weekend. But uh, that indeed will not happen. But Brentford getting a victory against Fulham. Fulham now dropping more points and maybe boding well for Arsenal's visit and the openings that they can potentially find in the Fulham defence. That'll be an interesting game, I'm sure we can all agree, on Sunday. Uh, Moving forwards, and we've got Arsenal's under-21s unfortunately being beaten by 10-man Liverpool in the PL2. Things have unfortunately kind of fallen apart a little bit for Mehmet Ali's side. Arsenal well off the pace now in the PL2 table. They've fallen down to sixth having played 18 games. They are 14 points off first place Manchester City. However, what I would say is that I do feel a bit sorry for Mehmet Ali uh, and I always tend to feel sorry for our uh, well, our youth team coaches because they often end up losing a ridiculous amount of their players uh, across the January window on loan and that, of course, did end up happening this time around once again. We've also seen a number of them kind of move up and sometimes get used in the Europa League squads and they're not available like we do with Amario Kojadubri, but... Uh, there was still a fair number of very exciting young talent available that weren't able to get the good result that we needed against Liverpool in the PL2 table. And the result moved Liverpool up into third in that table. So that's a bit frustrating. Now, moving on to the senior side, and Reese Nelson is indeed, as we mentioned and talked about yesterday, said to be in contract talks. Um, however, Brighton and Nice are said to be interested, according to James Benj of CBS Sports. They are keeping tabs on the player whose contract runs out at the end of the season. Arsenal are hoping now to agree a deal with the player. Um, He has always said to be keen on a potential move to Arsenal, so that if a deal is indeed put forward to the player, you would have hope and confidence and optimism that he would indeed accept that move because it is the right place for him. Uh, moving forward in the FA, according to Kaya Kainat, my colleague at Football.London, the uh, Arsenal celebrations at the end of the game against Bournemouth are indeed being investigated. As we know, there was some invasion of the pitch. A small child managed to access Mikel Arteta, who at first while high-fiving him and then quickly realising, oh my goodness, <laughs> why, why is there a small child on the pitch? Uh, but the celebrations are said to be investigated. A lot of Arsenal staff members invaded the pitch as well. If you remember back when uh, Jurgen Klopp did that celebration where he ran onto the pitch and celebrated with Allison. You might remember back to that for Liverpool. Uh, Jurgen Klopp did face uh, a charge and Liverpool did face a charge for that. So it might be unsurprising that Arsenal do indeed also face a charge for their staff members um, accessing the pitch in those celebrations. I, you know, I lose the will to live. That This is worth investigating. And yet somehow Neto punching the back of Ben White's back 
isn't worth investigating. And Bruno Fernandes hitting the back of an assistant referee is not worth investigating, as that was confirmed yesterday. I really can't get my head around some of the decision-making. Just the incompetence, the lack of consistency, the one rule for one, another rule for another. It goes beyond me, to be honest, but uh, it's an absolute joke at this stage. Now, Gabriel Jesus has not been ruled out of being uh, potentially a member of the squad that travels to Sporting this week. Um, my colleague Kai Karnett was speaking to people around the club yesterday, as we talked about on the View from the Clock End podcast that we try to record every week over on the Arsenal way. And he says and has reported that despite the fact that he remains away from the club officially in training, we've not yet seen loads of him in training, he has apparently not been necessarily ruled out of that trip. I'm going to be at the Arsenal training grounds tomorrow ahead of their open training session, ahead of them flying out to Lisbon to, of course, play in the Europa League on Thursday. Uh, and I'll be very interested to see who is indeed involved in the training session at London Colney tomorrow. Will Leandro Trossard be there? I'm unsure. Uh, Simon Collings reporting on the evening standard that he is likely to miss the sporting uh, game. However, there is a positive feeling that the injury is not serious, which is certainly uh, a really, really big boost to the squad because Trossard being out for numerous weeks and arguably maybe even months would have been a massive, massive hit to Arsenal's um, hopes, I think, of potentially even winning the Premier League title because he's a massive, massive part of this group and we need him available, fit and ready. Now, Eddie Nketiah posted to Instagram yesterday saying, minor setback, major comeback with an hourglass and a praying emoji. Now, it is also thought that Eddie Nketiah's injury is hoped that it's not too serious. Arteta didn't want to rule out a serious injury when asked in his press conference a couple of weeks, well, last week, in fact. But... Uh, there is a feeling that hopefully isn't going to be too serious and hopefully this ankle injury has just ruled him out in the short term and that he too, like Trossard, will be returning a lot sooner than if it was a serious problem. Now, moving on to transfer news and Arsenal are expected to ask for around 30 million plus for Tierney, according to Sam Dean of The Telegraph. Newcastle United and Aston Villa are both interested in the player and there could indeed be further interest from across Europe come the summer. £30 million does seem like a small amount to start off with and I certainly would be looking for a figure closer to the £40 million mark if I was ever going to be tempted to sell. Arsenal will hope that multiple teams being involved in any potential bidding war will indeed increase the price. However, Thirty million still does indeed seem quite small. I saw Harry Simeon's quote about this yesterday, which I thought was quite poignant, actually, pointing out that whilst I don't particularly want to see Tierney join a rival um, or see him move away from a club of a player of such quality, it does kind of, um, it does certainly kind of get the feeling that uh, he and the club are moving in the right direction, that we can afford to move on players of such quality and be ruthless with players of such quality. That said, I did, I can't remember who it was that tweeted it. So apologies for not giving you the credit. Uh, I don't know if it was Charles Watts, but something was said around, does this feel like the Gabriel Jesus Zinchenko moment from City to Arsenal? And would this still feel like a bit like Newcastle getting their own version of that from a potential title winning side and that then pushes them forwards? as a club. Where Tierney goes in the summer and where is an expectation that he's probably going to go, we're going to have to wait and see. Um, but £40 million, I hope, is the absolute minimum that we end up getting for the Scottish international. Uh, Arsenal still very much interested in Celta Vigo attacking midfielder Gabri Vega. Uh, has been doing very, very well this season. The 20-year-old scoring, assisting and playing in an attacking midfield position. I think his uh, 
versatile enough to play in some wider areas as well. And with the fact that we've been linked with Julian Brandt and, of course, we've been linked with Jesper Lindstrom, it does seem that Arsenal have a interest in these attacking, versatile midfielders for the summer. And it does seem that maybe these types of players is something that Arsenal will be looking to try and reinforce their squad with. What this says about Emil Smith-Rowe and with Fabio Vieira, I'm not too sure, but it does seem that Arsenal are looking at these players. Vega has a 40 million euro um, release clause in his contract. So that's, uh, that would be what I imagine Celta would be asking for around 34 million pounds to get Vega through the door. And our headline story is on Victor Ozimen, the Napoli striker who I know is on the lips of plenty of fans around the world, has been speaking about his desire to move to the Premier League. He says, I'm working so hard to make sure that I achieve my dream of playing in the Premier League someday. But like I said, it's a process Uh, And I just want to keep on this momentum and continue to do well at Napoli. So Arsenal, of course, have been linked with a move for Victor Ozymen in the past. They were linked with him when he was at Lille and they've been linked with him since his move to Napoli. There has been suggestions that Arsenal might be looking at a potential centre forward in the summer, according to David Ornstein of The Athletic. Um, Will Victor Ozymen be that player? We'll have to wait and see. But what we can be assured of is that he would be very, very expensive and certainly very difficult to negotiate a deal with his parent club, Napoli. Okay, let's go to part two and your questions right after this. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Uh, Marcus Comfort, uh, firstly, a massive happy birthday and thank you for the donation in the chat box. Uh, he says, arrived for birthday golf. I'm very jealous. Uh, we'll watch on catch up. But question with, uh, with which other Arsenal legend has a birthday with me? Enjoy the show. That's a great question. 7th of March, 7th of March, Arsenal birthdays. Let's see if anything comes up. Um, Arsenal player birthdays uh, on the ABW. Of course, Danny has has categorised all of this. March, what are we doing? March uh, the 7th. Let's go down. I mean, May for some reason. April, March. Uh, We've got Matthew Flamini. We've got Ray Parler. And Reg Lewis uh, from 1920, uh, who was born in 1920. Uh, so, yes, there you go. So, uh, Marcus, you're, you're now sharing your birth, your birthday of Matthew Flamini, Ray Parler, and Reg Lewis. I share my birthday with uh, Alan Smith on November 21st. Uh, I don't know if there's any others I share a birthday with. Let's have a look. Nope, just Alan Smith. Uh, but I'll take that. 
he's a he's a good friend of the show now as well, and it's always a pleasure seeing him at games in the press lounge. So yes, uh, there you go. Uh, you can go and check out when your birthday matches any of the players on the Abur Camp Wonderland website, where Danny has of course collated every single birthday of any player he could possibly. I don't know if he's updated it with any new players that have joined uh, in recent times, but uh, you can certainly find out. Some of the other maybe older players, but Danny's fantastic at collating stuff like that. I'm sure he probably needs to update it. Maybe you should message him on Twitter. It's at uh, Danny the GFP uh, on Twitter, the underscore GFP. You can find Danny on Twitter and you can pester him to fill his day with trying to update his birthday list on the ABW website. Okay, let's go into the chat box and uh, go through some of your questions. Uh, Omar says, are you going to Fulham next weekend? I'm asking for research purposes. Um, <laughs> the intention is I should be going to the Fulham game this weekend. But let's can we put this curse thing to bed? It's not a thing. There is no curse. I think I've put that to bed thoroughly. I was at the game last weekend when we scored in the last minute. I was at Aston Villa when we won. I was at Leicester when we won. There is no curse. Okay, We are on a run. And my presence at any game is nothing to do with the result at all. Uh, Johnny Wood says, uh, right backs uh, for Premier League co- proven cover for Zinni. Who would be your dream option? Um, Zinni, right backs. I suppose, did you mean left backs? I mean, if you meant left backs as a Premier League level quality players that we could bring in, I like a Stupanen uh, at Brighton. I think he's done very, very well since moving into the Premier League this season. If you want a right back option, I like this Ivan Fresneda kid. I know he's not played a load of football this year. Real Valladolid. I know he's just got back into the team and has looked a lot better. Um, I think maybe they did kind of remove him from the side because of all the talk and chaos and maybe his head was a bit turned. But he's back in the Valladolid team and done well uh, in his game back. I've, I've watched back the uh, the clips of him and looked good. So Ivan Fresnader, I think, will continue to be Arsenal's target for the summer. Whether or not Nuno Tavares continues at Arsenal, another one that we'll have to wait and see what happens in the summer transfer window. Cass says, if Kukureo is 55 million, then Arsenal should be asking for the same fee for Tierney. Tierney, in my opinion, is better than him. The reason why we can't do that is, A, when Kukureo left Brighton, he was playing every single week. He doesn't have the same injury issues as what Tierney does. He had a longer-term contract than what Tierney does, I think, maybe. Although Tierney, I think, has like three years still left on his deal. So that one might not be accurate. But certainly, the injury record and the amount of minutes he was playing and the fact that Brighton didn't have to sell. And Brighton, when they do sell, get very good fees for their players all means that Kukurea's price tag is always going to be above whatever Arsenal sell Tierney for. So unfortunately, they're just not comparable as as fees that we can use to to say, well, if he's gone for this, Tierney should go for this uh, because it just unfortunately doesn't work. Um, Vala says, I feel like Nelson could be a great rotational option looking forwards. When Jesus was out, I was buzzing for Nelson to get his chance, but then he got injured as well. Terrible timing. Yeah, absolutely. I think that injury against Juventus was a massive blow to him because he was on the verge of getting many, many more minutes in the team. And it just unfortunately didn't happen. Uh, Mark says, Tom, talk to us about the centre midfield choices for the summer with Caicedo extending with Brighton and both he and Rice being so costly. Who would you think we should sign after that? What if Price is no object? Well, if Price is no object, obviously Jude Bellingham is the player that we should go for, but I just don't see that being accessible to us, to be honest, next season. I think that £150 million is a figure that Arsenal won't go to. I might be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I'd love us to go for, uh, for Jude Bellingham. But Declan Rice seems to be the player that we're going for. Other centre midfielders that we've been linked to, Sergei Milinkovic, Savage, of course, continues to always be linked with a move to Arsenal. Alexis McAllister at Brighton as well, another player that's been linked to Arsenal. 
I like Mikel Moreno personally at Real Sociedad. I think he's a fantastic option for Arsenal potentially to look at for that Xhaka replacement. Julian Brandt, who we've been talking about, could indeed be the player that takes over Xhaka's role and add a little bit more attacking verve. He's been playing and starting in almost all of Borussia Dortmund's recent fixtures in their fantastic run of games and wins and expected to start against Chelsea this week too. So there are options and we'll certainly be doing our uh, 10 or 30 centre midfielders that Arsenal could sign this summer uh, when we get round to the summer transfer window. Uh, Olu says, hey Tom, if Rice and Ozzyman cost the same amount of money, who would you go for? Rice would be my choice. I do think that a centre midfielder is more important than uh, a striker because obviously we have Jesus, we have Nketi and we have Balogun coming back as well. But if you can get hold of Ozzyman, that would be a massive, massive signing for Arsenal. I think they can play together. I think Jesus could operate in the front three with Ozzyman. I think it gives you options to, to rotate and to try to change the team around. But we do have Jesus. Um, and so I'm reluctant to kind of say bringing in a striker that removes him from the team, especially one of a different style like Ozzyman. Ozzyman is, is not Jesus. He doesn't do what Jesus does. And the fact that we've missed... I think quite a bit what Jesus brings to the team, even though we've managed to maintain the same amount of points that we had between ourselves and City since he's been out. I do think that we've missed something in the team that's maybe enabled us to win potentially more games since he's been out and widen that gap further. So uh, Ozzyman isn't that type of player. That's that's the issue. Uh, Max Days Black says, uh, question, no money involved. Uh, which pair would you give uh, Napoli for Ozzyman? Smith or Martinelli or Saka and Nelson? Oh, Hell of a question that is. I don't think I would. I don't think I'd do either. <laughs> I don't think I'd trade either of those for Ozzyman, mate. Um, that's my escape from this question. I don't think I would give either uh, to, to, to Napoli for Victor Ozzyman at all. Uh, none of them are really strikers. I mean, you could argue Smith or Martinelli are the more striker of, of them. Um, but no, I wouldn't trade. I'm sorry. So I'm, I'm going to cop out of that question because I don't want to do the trade of either. Uh, let's go to... Um, b -b 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 I'm scrolling down the chat box a little bit more. So Nicholas says, Tom is on a three-winning streak now. He's our good luck charm. Exactly. That's the way we should be looking at it. Good luck charm. Not a curse. D certainly, certainly not a curse. Stuart McFarlane says, Europa in second or win the league? Win the league. <laughs> absolutely win the league without a shadow of a doubt, Stuart. But to be honest, let's go and win both. Eh? I think mean, that's the way we should be targeting the season. Let's go and win both. That would be an incredible achievement. Uh, Gavin says, I'm a bit worried about more injuries up front again now. Who would you start up front against Sporting? I think Martinelli is, is probably going to start the game. I probably would start him. I think my team uh, in tomorrow's preview show will be what Arteta will pick. Uh, and I think that we should go relatively strong. Just try and get the, just try and get it done. Get the get the job done in the first leg. We don't have to worry about the second leg as much. You can rotate in that game. Rest players ahead of the Crystal Palace match. I think the Fulham game is obviously important. But I think we can take some momentum into that Fulham game um, by going relatively strong on Thursday. We rotated a fair few players in the weekend game against Bournemouth. So. I think we can go relatively strong in the next two games successively. Um, Guna Boy says, would Rafael Guerrero be a solid option to replace Kieran Tini with his contract expiring in the summer? Maybe. If his contract is indeed expiring in the summer, it could be a decent option to bring cover. Whether or not he would be open to moving to Arsenal and being back up to Zinchenko, I don't know. Also, he's not really, as far as I'm aware, an inverted style fullback. He is certainly more traditional and loves getting forward and in the wide areas, but who knows? Maybe I can be proven wrong about him. Um, 
Matt says, what are you most excited to do or see when you're coming to Chicago next month? Uh, I'm honestly, Gunapalooza is the thing I'm most excited about. Um, it's, it's a bucket list thing to be able to go to an Arsenal America event, watch a game, do a podcast. You know, that is bucket list ticking off stuff. So that is the most excited thing I am excited for. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm excited about going to the trip, seeing a city that I've always wanted to go and, and visit. So I'm looking forward to a lot of stuff. But uh, the Gunapalooza events is certainly up there. Um, we are expecting tickets to be pretty, pretty rapidly uh, taken up. So if you do want to get involved, uh, make sure you keep an eye on the Gunapalooza website. I believe we are releasing tickets on Friday the 10th. That's this Friday. And I'll give you information as soon as I can, hopefully on Thursday, about how you can get them, how you can get involved and make sure you secure yourself a seat. I know there are... Uh, VIP tickets that will be uh, kind of the front rows of the podcast and there will be and then it will be first come first serve uh, for the rest of them and of course there'll be seating and standing areas as well so if you want to get involved not only get a ticket but if you don't get VIP then it will be first come first serve to seating and standing areas for the podcast so do make sure you get involved and get there early it's worth doing um Francois says, Tom, Partey has never played for Arsenal against Man City. Not true. He played against them during the FA Cup, but he did come off at halftime. He happens to be injured every time we play them. I don't believe in coincidences. If he's going to be the best, he better beat the best. Uh, I hope that he's going to be available for our trip to Man City at the end of this season. It, we have not lost a game this season that Partey has finished. If Partey has finished the game, we've won or drawn. <laughs> but... Uh, as we saw against Everton, he started that game, came off, and we conceded and then lost that game. But And he wasn't available for Man United. Um, he wasn't there for the Man City game. Um, yeah, look, it's a real frustration. A real big, 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 big frustration that Partey's not been there for the big games. But uh, hopefully he will be for Anfield, and hopefully he will be for the Etihad. We'll have to wait and see. Um, Dave says, what other striker is the same profile of Gabriel Jesus? Good question. Um, you need a striker that's collaborative. You need a striker that drops in. Uh, you need a striker with great energy and dribbling skill. I mean, ironically, Joao Felix probably would have been <laughs> you know, a decent option. Um, but the finances involved in that loan and everything involved in that loan just really did not sit well with many people at all. But some people might say it would have been worth it if it had come and helped us win the league. Um, I'd have to have a think, Dave, uh, for some options that kind of are more similar to that of uh, of Gabriel Jesus. <laughs> Kevin says Ibrahimovic. Omar says Mope. I feel as though you're not taking the question seriously. Um, let's go to Pepsi says, Tom, how can I get my grubby mitts on some TGT merch, namely the smart cap that you're wearing? Hopefully soon. As I said, as soon as I've got an update, we are still waiting for the website to be set up. I'm going to try and chase it up today. Um, but we're still waiting on the website to be uh, sorted out because we're using a local company and helping support a local business rather than going through like a massive conglomerate that everyone uses. It is taking a little bit longer. It's going to be worth it because it means obviously we're doing this in a non-profit way. We're helping a local business. We are uh, going to be donating all profits from the sale of these uh, any type of merch that we sell to both the Arsenal Foundation and Cancer McMillan support. So every quarter of the year, we're going to be doing that. So yes, as soon as I have info, Peps, I'll tell you what I can tell you is that they will be UK only at the start. So apologies for those that are outside of the UK. It's only because we need to kind of gauge how popular they are 
before we can start because it's a local business you have to understand so they're not used to kind of distributing globally but as soon as we have found out how popular there is in the demand and maybe i'll do a poll or something for people that are outside the uk if you would be interested in getting involved we will um make sure to try and open that up i'll also be hopefully if they're done in time taking some to chicago with me um so that people can indeed purchase some of those there um that's that's going to be the plan so we'll see how that goes um omar says how can there be another omar in the chat it's just not allowed uh we're gonna have to distinguish you two somehow um omar a and omar b i feel that's too harsh i feel that's way too harsh <laughs> start fighting over who is who anyway um let's let's wrap the show up there i've got a lot to get on this morning i'm working continually um but as i said i'll be back uh this evening uh 6 p.m we'll be doing a lone roundup show with ben from the marseille view with uh extra expertise updates on laconga marquinhos uh trusty patino brook norton cuffey uh plenty more as well so make sure that you do tune in 6 p.m tonight to get all the updates surrounding our um surrounding our, our loan players. It's going to be an interesting listen to find out how they are indeed getting on. Uh, I hope that you have a great Tuesday. Worst day of the week by far. Hate Tuesdays. Got to get over them and then you kind of, you know, Wednesday's already the middle of the week and you're already thinking about Friday. But Tuesdays just feels like, oh, I just can't. Tuesday feels like the week is going on for ages. Worst day by far. Hopefully that will change next season because we might be playing Champions League football on Tuesdays. But at the moment, Tuesday's not good. Anyway, thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. Really appreciate your time, as always. It's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you, as it always is. Drop a like on the video if you would be so kind and uh, and subscribe to the channel if you are indeed new around here with those notifications turned on so you never miss a show. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your delivery. You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.